Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I love those little coffee sachets that are like... The tea bags. No, I hate those. Oh, I love those. Do, no, they taste revolting. Oh, come on. No, they do. They taste revolting. I will not come on. But those little sticks... They're like all like little packets, thin packets, and then they've like oh, and it's like mocha caramel. <laughs> yeah, oh, that is. I revolting. don't like them, but I just love the idea of them. That like people want them for frothy coffees. Yeah, I or, well, weirdly, if when there's some at an Airbnb, I'm like, well, I have to use all of these. Yes, <laughs> I do love a hotel instant coffee. Like sometimes I will just drink instant for like the nostalgic levels. Yeah. Like I'm just like, oh, it's like being back home, baby. What happened to the instant revolution? I remember people being like. You know how filter coffees come back. Guess what's next? Instant. They're going to get the technology. It's going to be really lush and delicious. It's it, never happened. No. Is it like freeze-dried Yeah, coffee? Is that, What the fuck is instant coffee made out of? They... Oh, hmm. I don't know. I would love to watch how that's made and know how it's made. Like a it, Lacona as well. Why are they that shape? Why are they like little... How do you just... Granules. Little, yeah, they're like crunchy nuggets. Like little pebbles. They... Yeah, they're like they're like chewed up cocoa pops. When you have an Isaiju, I would stir a teaspoon of instant coffee into a Coke. That's disgusting. Yeah, that's disgusting. I know. I was a disgusting boy. Grotty boy. And I'm a disgusting man. I'm sorry, mom. It's not a phase. Welcome along to this episode of The Male Gaze. We're back, baby. We are sorry we went away. How long were we away for? Well, I was overseas <clears throat> for... Uh, I didn't say when were we Well, my away. trip where I went to uh, <laughs> New York, Edinburgh, London, Venice and Rome. We had two pre-recorded episodes, right? Oh, so it might have only been like five weeks. Yeah, so what's everyone... Com- no one, literally no one's complaining. But I was going to say, like, what's everyone complaining about? Yeah, stop literally, it. Literally stop no them. one's been like, where are you? Yeah, everyone's been like, we've got plenty of things to listen to. There's a million podcasts on, boys, so pick yeah. it up. Actually, thank you for giving me some time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's been nice. Uh, w- winter is over, baby. Spring is my favorite season. What? What? It's like hope. Baby animals, blossoms, daffodils, jasmine. What the hell are you talking about? There's I so just, much love, love about spring. No, I hate it because you always just... I like look outside and I'm like, well, I don't need a jacket. And then I later in the evening, I'm like, oh, what the hell? <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Just pack a jacket. Yeah, I don't, it still rains. Heaps. True. I mean... Listen, obviously summer is fantastic and it's like the <laughs> ideal season because it's like hot, you can go to the beach, you can go out all day in your shorts. But in terms of other seasons, like the ones that are really kind of battling for it, because summer reigns supreme. So like f- for um, alternative second or whatever, second place, I would go spring. I'd go autumn. 
I do love autumn. That's third. I love a transitional season. I think maybe you love the whole year. <laughs> I love my life. <laughs> I love <Yeah>. living. <laughs> Uh, we've missed you though. Uh, we've missed having unrecorded conversations. <laughs> I was like, who have we missed in this context? I don't, yeah, Talking the, into the abyss. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been good. fun having conversations without headphones and a microphone in front of us. But we, we haven't been talking. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear from you once. Yes, you did. I'd send you messages like, <laughs> "Hey, man." <laughs> no, it would be me. Commenting on your Instagram being like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. And I'd be like, living my best life, man. <laughs> Just like you going through like like a beautiful museum and like seeing a picture of a goat and being like, horny. Like, because it had horns or whatever. <sighs> that is good. It's so bad. Follow me for great content like that. Don't. At Eli Matthewson. Don't use a... Don't make Instagram. this a plug. I saw some beautiful Van Goghs. I saw some Monet's. I saw some Picassos. Yeah. Oh, you know what I went to, which you'll be excited about, and I have not even talked to you about? The Turd Museum. The Turd Museum. <laughs> turds of all sizes, some rolled in glitter. Some famous turds. Yeah, turns out you can roll a turd in glitter. Is that what the proverb is? You can't rubber. You can't cover a turd in Can't glitter. shit in the wind. You can't cough in the wind. No, I don't know. Uh, anyway, I went to the uh, Celestial Bodies or whatever, the Anna Wintour oh, exhibition of the great. Met. Right. And it was gorgeous. I can only imagine. It was phenomenal. Heaven. Is that so what beautiful. They, what's the exhibition on at the Met in Oceans um, 8? I don't know. It's a, it's, it's a fake made up one. It's a fake made up one. Was it a little bit like that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the room was. You know the room that in the... I just, Sorry to spoil Ocean's 8, but... The um, water room? Yes. Yeah. I'm like, oh. I don't know what what room that was. Did you know they shot that film all at night so that they could keep the Met going during the day? I did know that. So they had to pack it in and then pack it out. Talk, talk about a Friday night. Oh. I don't what? know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon already... Five minutes into this podcast, like, they've lost it. People have like tuned off. We've used ten sayings that we could not, did we did not nail in any capacity. Tell me about a little bit about your trip, uh, only because I haven't asked, and you've only got like a couple of minutes to talk about it. Because I don't know what, what do you feel about what are your feelings on talking about hearing about other people's trips away? You can't. Um, every trip sounds the same, really, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it Isn't really it does. Your trips are unique. Like every experience you have overseas is unique to you but when you share it with other people it sounds like any other overseas experience when you first said that i thought you were like chris you are the exception whenever you go away yeah whenever you go out it's (laughs) thrilling and i was like thank you it's like a full show um no uh they're all the same any friends trip away sounds the same well also when you go away it's often with uh our friends brinley and eddie and so you literally between the three of your Instagram stories, I can piece together your entire holiday because there's never a moment that one of you is not filming it. That was the same for your trip, apart from, like, everyone. It was you, Alice, Rose... Paul Williams. Paul Williams. Kiwis, killing it in Scotland. Yeah, it was amazing. Uh, well, one thing I forgot to talk to you about was that I went uh, gay bar hopping in New York City. Very cool. I went to the trendy neighbourhood of Hell's Kitchen. When you say it like that, it sounds even cooler. <laughs> I know. It's something I'm 92 years old. You sound like a woman from Palmer's North who like went to Wellington for the weekend. Yeah, I hang out with some, I think they're called hipsters. We went to Cuba Street I and I got a, a latte. They do filter coffee like the olden <laughs> days. Uh, I, I went to three gay bars though. The first one was called Boxers. 
in that bar. I guess it's just novel because we don't have different gay bars here. So to think of like gay bars separating themselves from each other and trying to establish their thing, their brand that is separate from just being gay. To have any options in terms of where you want to party, yeah, is amazing. It's amazing. Um, so we went to a bar called Boxes. <laughs> Which was, it was just like a nice rooftop bar, but oh, all beautiful. the um, bartenders were in boxer shorts and nothing else. And then downstairs was uh, same deal, but there was karaoke going. Boxer shorts, like boxer briefs or boxers? No, like boxers, like we're about to fight each other. Oh, oh like boxing shorts. Yeah, like boxing shorts. Weird. Well, I think you call them boxer shorts, right? Because I think boxer shorts, the silk ones, are named after... Yes. The sh- shorts you wear for boxing. Yes, yes, of course. Uh, then we went to one, and I can't remember the name, but it was something like um, Flaming Saddles. And at that bar, it's like, you know the movie Coyote Ugly? Mm-hmm. It was like the gay bar version of that. So like every 20 minutes, the bartenders would get up on the bar and perform a like, Dixie Chicks dance routine. That's wild. It was wild. And then the third one I went to was just kind of, I don't know, looked like something out of Cruel Intentions. Ooh, how so? Just like it looked like a nightclub from a movie. What? How specifically does a bar look like it's from a movie? I don't know. It's like it's fake? Just or a big like, wide space and everyone's dancing. Literally sounds like <laughs> any bar. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> it was very big and generic and I don't know what it was called. You know, it was a big wide space. And, and it felt like it was from a movie. <laughs> a movie set? Was it like... <laughs> What gave you the impression that it was like a movie set? or It reminded me of when they go to the clubs in the movies. Oh, okay. I don't know how. Every- Which are based off the any clubs. bar or club in America. That is the most ridiculous thing about traveling, though, is you're like, wow, this is like from that movie. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we watched too many movies. They didn't build the space for the movie. <laughs> Have you seen this? Like, I've often seen people, uh, like gay friends I follow on Instagram post images of them at like a this a couple of like European gay bars, but specifically maybe one in Paris. And there's like always videos of men showering in in the in the bar, which is what? such a hectic mood. Yeah. Yeah. But imagine if that was your job. Just to kind just of a shower. Sh- shower. I remember once talking to a stripper, a male stripper, who did mainly like um I don't, he was straight. I was trying to remember if he was gay or straight or not. And he does lots of mm. like um, you know, like Ponsonby, Hermbay houses for stripping. Yeah, and he said like it would always be like a mom who's like bought a stripper for her like twenty one year old daughter, which is crazy. And all their friends Whoa. were there, and they were having like a little house party, and there was like always drugs. And he said often they'd be like, "Can we pay you more and make you shower in front of us all?" And he would be like, "Okay," and then he would like just shower in front of everyone, which I don't know. But when I'm in the shower, I'm. I'm not sexy. No, neither. There's like water running in my eyes. I'm blowing snot out of my nose. The first thing I do every time I get in the shower is hold up my fingers to the shower to clean out my fingernails. <laughs> wow. Do you really? do that? Like no. hold, the, hold the tips of your fingers up to the top of the water. And so then like put them in the hole. In the hole so that it washes out your fingernails. Do you reckon that's really doing that? Yeah. Do you reckon? Because I used to get quite grubby ones. You must have a very, you must have very powerful jets. Mm, I do. Ours wouldn't do that. A slightly massage potentially. Really? But not nothing. God, shower pressure is it. What's weird about that party thing? It's like where are they all standing? How many of them are there? How big are these bathrooms? Cuz when I think about my bathroom at home, I guess you could fit about 15 to 20 people in there actually. Ours would be terrible cuz the water spurts out onto the floor. Yeah. People would get their nice shoes wet. Yeah. 
the, and I'm quite tall, so the shower nozzle has to go quite high. So it has to hit me in the back of the neck. Mm, and then you thus, are tall. the water it's goes very cool. The water goes everywhere. It's oh, yeah, true. so it wouldn't be it wouldn't be sexy at all. Yeah. Um, I just yeah, it's funny. New Zealand doesn't really do like uh like go go boy dancing, like kind of kinky. Well, sort not, of novelty, Chris. What I've heard is that there are go-go boys at Family now. They've redone it. The front's wow. all different. Apparently, there's go-go boys there now. Can we get like a? Uh, well, we should just. I was like, can we get like a review or like can we get free tickets? So I was like, it's a bar, so you can just go in for free. Yeah, I almost went last night, but um, I was huge night. Too tired. I know. Wow. Yeah. I I went to a play. Went home immediately. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Don't go out. I'm starting to think like, oh, I'm not a partier. There's a pressure on, like, gay men to, like, behave a certain way, don't you think? To love partying and to love like, socialising. And to do, like, po- I, like, do poppers every weekend and... Like, you would consider yourself an extrovert, though, right? Definitely, but I don't like partying. Yeah. I think I just get tired at the night time. Yeah, I like to have a good party four times a year, I reckon. That's Per enough. season? Yeah, one per season. It's my spring fling. I will say... Winter or summer best party seasons, I reckon. Oh, maybe spring. What are you talking Not about? Not autumn. What? I've been to some brilliant autumnal parties. Really? Well, not really. But I imagine you have a good <laughs> harvest party or something. Ah, ah, ah. Dancing in hay? You know, in a, in a barn? You have never done. No, but that's what I would do. You have never been to that party? No, but I would go. Would you? Yes. Okay. Oh, actually, I've got terrible hay fever. <laughs> I'd be sneezing all over the place. I have to organise what I'm going to do for my, spoiler alert, 30th birthday. Do you want to be one of those people that are like, about their age, or you genuinely like don't care? I kind of, no, I'm excited to enter the next stage of my life, but um, uh, but the idea of the pressure of the occasion is already getting to me. Yeah, for sure. I think I was like, I'll organise that as soon as I'm home. And now that it's here, I'm like, oh, I don't want to organise that. It's too much pressure. When is it again? It's in December. So everyone's it's got ages Christ- away. No, but everyone's got like Christmas parties and other stuff on. So to right. find a date or find a venue is like... <sighs> it already sounds like too much work. I know. Just do something that you're going to enjoy. Being yeah. alone, playing a PlayStation game. You say that about me and I'm literally terrible at PlayStation. Every game that I have, I enjoy it, but I can't play it for more than 20 minutes. Okay. Should we do the fact of the gay? Because we've forgotten about it. Yeah. It's so good. What was it? Oh, Paul McCartney. Oh, yeah. Paul McCartney. People said, will already probably know this, but we should just talk about it anyway. Everyone's all over the story. Um, I love the Beatles. Uh, and now, I don't know if this made me love them more or not, but Paul McCartney told a little anecdote about him, uh, John Lennon, and some other friends did not say whether they were the other Beatles or not, but I presume probably George Harrison and not Ringo, and that's why he didn't disclose <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, masturbated in a room together. They had the lights off and they were yelling out uh, different beautiful girls' names. They were like, Bridget Bardot! Yeah, French models and stuff, which I was like, that's you weren't. stupid. You're adding that detail, I reckon. Yeah, you were You're all watching each other jack off and like getting off on that. Maybe all on acid was kind of my question. Yes. and But then I went, read this weird Huffington Post article after this where they just like got... Weird anonymous interviews with straight men from, I think, from the Huffington Post office, maybe, to talk about whether they had masturbated in the room with other men. And what uh, was the consensus? And, non- and a, a, quite a few of them had. That's so interesting. Yeah. I remember being like, oh, that'd be cool if that happened. Same. 
Like, how can I construct that reality? Yeah, like, what if we all just, I don't know, have a wank? Guys, I don't know. Let's just be chill. Let's just be a couple of guys just, like, jerking off. Let's just get... blow off some steam, guys. Boys, <laughs> let's. It's nothing complicated. Just a couple of guys, a couple of sofas, just a bit of porn. And that way I'll just learn, like, what all of your penises look like, and then I'll have that information <laughs> in my brain forever. <laughs> <laughs> It'll last me the rest of my life. Oh, cheers, boys. Let's get into it. Let's crack open a couple of beer, beers. Um... Yeah, it's really weird, right? It is. But it's something about, like, musicians specifically are, like, Ugh. on the road. They always just do, like... I remember... I used to, so, I used to have, like, my childhood friend, my childhood straight friend, basically, who was, like... He was... And he he was the one that was, like, introduced me to, like, softcore porn and stuff. Like, you know, your mate that kind of leads you down that path. <laughs> I want to show you something. It's going to be pretty hot, but not that hot. <laughs> <laughs> on the stroke of midnight, Sky One is going to play... Possibly the worst porn of your life. <laughs> um, but he had this, like, I remember he went to Australia, like the Gold Coast for, a, <laughs> like, a holiday. You said that, like, it was the ritziest place. The it, Gold it Coast. It did seem cool. And then yeah. when he came back, because he was, like, the first one of my friends that also had, like, a job. So he had, like, his own wow. money to spend. And he's like, oh, bro, I went to, like, do you, I can't remember what it was in Australia, but it was, like, you could always buy cheap CDs and DVDs from there. Oh, yeah. Anyway. He DFO, went, something like that. Yeah, something like that. So we went there. And he bought, he's like, I bought some porn DVDs. And I was like, my head was like, how did you manage this? You are 16. Yeah. And it was of like a band who were on tour. And it was like called like Tour Bus or something like that. And it was just a whole bunch of chicks like coming into, it was like not good at all. But like these chicks come into this tour bus. And then all I specifically remember is her taking her top off and the boys throwing luncheon meat at her tits. No. And her being like, ooh, and like being into it. And then she's like, I'm going to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich on my tits. And then she puts like jam and peanut butter and like smushes bread on it. And I remember like, what is straight porn? Like, I was like. This was your inter- introduction to porn. Basically, it's, yeah. Oh like, my goodness. It's crazy, eh? No wonder boys have got unrealistic expectations. <laughs> yeah, they're like, always showing up with luncheon meat. <laughs> it's like, when are we going to, when are we putting on the margarine? <laughs> I don't remember the first porn, but I, th- I may have talked about this already. One time when they, like, there was like builders redoing our lawn uh, when I lived in Wigram in Christchurch. And then I th- literally found a blank DVD on my lawn and then I chucked it in the player at home and it was like, Full on porn. It was like the kind of porn where the camera went like right up into the vagina, like like what? S- like surgical. Yeah, like surgical. Like I was meant to learn the parts. Wow, <laughs> useful. Yeah, um, and you should learn the parts if you're going to be exploring that area. Full on, and it was like a what? Just like they'd made. Maybe it was a home tape. I think. Yeah, I think someone had put it together because it was just kind of like random scenes one by one. And I remember the best hits. Now that's what I call. Hardcore. Yeah. And I remember, trying, <laughs> that's what I call porn. Uh, I remember like when my, when the whole family was out, I was like, oh, I should watch that DVD. It might be the only chance I have. And they're like <laughs> trying to pretend to myself that I was excited to watch the stream. <laughs> <laughs> You're like anyone who's like doing yoga being like, no, I, I want to do it. I really want to do it. Yeah. And like, it makes me feel amazing. Like, I can't start my day without 30 minutes. Of like you, but you could, you would just stay in bed if you had the option. Yeah. Oof. Yes, it's relaxing, but also sleeping is also relaxing. Oh my gosh. I It's like that one time I saw, I was in the Wellington airport uh, and this is like only like a couple of years ago and I was, um, went to the bathroom, washing my hands, dry my hands, looked down at the bin where like all the hand towels, like old used hand towels go and there was just like three porn DVDs in there. 
which Shit. I didn't take because they were straight porn and also gross that someone had like left them in the. So funny that before someone got on the plane, they were like, "Wow, I can't be found with these." <laughs> that obviously they'd passed the sniffer dogs or sniff these out, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe they hadn't made the X-ray yet, and they were like, yeah. "I'm gonna get busted." That's very funny. But I was like, it's only going to be, the x-ray is going to x-ray through it. It's not going to pick it up. I remember the idea of like when I was a kid being like, I wish I had x-ray glasses that I could see like people's private parts. <laughs> like You were a dirty little boy. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but wasn't it everyone's like fantasy? Maybe not. Maybe it was just mine. I, was, I would have been like 14, 15 having yeah. that thought. But also x-ray glasses is not hot because you're just seeing everyone's like bones and like bowel movements. I used to th- worry that uh, every thought that I had was being projected over my head in kind of like word art font and that I just wasn't aware that everyone else was reading every thought that I had. Wow, that's... That's trippy, eh? So trippy. But the trippiest thing is that the visual for me was like giant blue 3D letters. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like a Microsoft like, like Jared from the volleyball team What do his balls look like? <laughs> balls are like So weird eh? Yeah Like I love that people are like Oh yeah yeah Let me touch your ball Like they try and make it like sexy But you're yeah. like They're not really the best bit And they're also like The most vulnerable part of Yeah they're, they're kind like, of like Do you want me oh. to play with your balls? And you're like No Like leave them alone <laughs> Um the first porn I ever saw was a magazine called Gyke. I might have talked about this before as well. It's called Guy Dyke. No, <laughs> Gyke means girls and bikes. Oh no! We were at a family. We went for vac- uh, vacation. Who am I? Hanging out with your family? No, a holiday. Vacation oh. is not a word we oh. use in New Zealand. <laughs> you go. You went to America for like five days. I know. I'm using all their lingo. Uh, but we went to uh, like a family friend's holiday home in Akaroa. Uh, Akaroa. I should uh, pronounce it right. Uh, and no, bon appel Akaroa. Akaroa. It's French. Bonjour. Bonjour. Uh, mes petites et Akaroa. <laughs> anyway, it was a family. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. My friend's house and below their TV, there was just a stack of magazines, like 80 magazines, you know? So like so deep that you would never get through them all. But I had a little look and then I found this magazine called Geik and it was like girls, Nike, girls on bikes and at the start, just girls in like corsets and like oh, just clothes. And then you, I got to one corsets. and that was legitimately when I found out that girls have pubes. Right. Yeah. Why? I honestly thought that at a certain age, your body... Because I've all the naked bodies that I was seeing were like ripped, shredded jocks. I yeah. was like, oh, you just get to like 17 and your body's like, douche, blah, ass. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I can't wait for that to happen. Yeah. Uh, little did I know. Not the case. Yeah. Why did you think it happened to like, I don't know, your dad? He's shredded. <laughs> he is shredded, actually. He keeps it <laughs> he's, tight. He's ripped. Um, I haven't seen my dad naked that much, to be honest. That much? 
Well, like as a kid, maybe like when I was like uh, yeah, four. Yeah, true, 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 true. true. Um, God, naked people who are, are naked all the time around their families, that trips me out. It's though. real buzzy. It's real buzzy. Often it's, I understand it because often it's when there's like a big spread of ages in the kids or something so that everyone kind of like, I don't know. But I don't know if that gives it an excuse either. It seems nice though, in a way. It's like, no secrets. I am not good at being naked just like generally. Like even like in my own company. Like even if I'm like really? alone getting changed, I'm like, I quickly like get changed under a towel. As if I'm in, like, a public restroom or something. Would you ever sleep naked when you were, like, no. not post-sex? No. No. I don't like it. Wow. Um, For many reasons. One is... um, If there's a natural disaster. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to have to be like, where are my underpants? <laughs> yeah. Um, And then also, I don't know, it just doesn't... I just can't... Ro- yeah, I can't relax. I'm oh. worried that, like, a big gust of wind's going to, like, whoosh the duvet away and then my, like sort of like squishy body is going to be exposed to the world it does boggle me boggle me goggle it boggles box. it goggle boxes me when people are like i can't sleep with clothes on i'm like what are you talking about wearing clothes is comforting yeah it's like being wrapped up in another layer yeah it's also I, I like pajamas a lot i'm not like a head-to-toe pajamas in fact i don't really sleep in pajamas but i like to wear them weirdly yeah they and are nice i'm a like boxes guy like i have to just wear my like my undies to bed. Boxes. My silk Tasmanian devil boxes. Let's to... say, don't talk to me till after <laughs> I've had my coffee. No, I'm like a boxer brick. Like, I wear my undies to bed. Yeah, cool. Uh, because I get too hot otherwise. Yeah, what that's a, true. What banal chat. Absolutely we're... awful stuff here. <laughs> I'm so sorry we've gone for a month, but don't worry, the chat's going to be worth it. We're going to discuss. <laughs> to do the how we sleep, what we wear. <laughs> um, do we have a queen of the week for this week as well? Oh. Who's your favorite beetle? Um, uh, I don't really know their personalities enough. I know that you know, like John did the guitars and singing. Ringo did some guitars and singing. Yeah, Ringo played the drums and George played the bass. George is everyone's least favorite. George didn't play the bass. What is it? Triangle. George played the guitar. Paul McCartney played the bass, and still to this day, when he like does lead his own singer. He plays the bass. It's really cool. Bum, 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 um, bum, yeah. And George is also a lot of people's favourites. So get real. I don't I don't know. I don't know them at all. Yeah. Um, I guess John. Yeah, cool. I imagine he's the friskiest of the bunch. I would think that you are the John and I'm the Paul of this podcast. Uh, how so? Um, oh, you know what? Maybe it's changed. Because I imagine Paul is the more like down to business let's just get this song written and then john is like i'm gonna go dance with my girlfriend yoko oh. um but maybe maybe we're both maybe two pauls <laughs> <laughs> we're probably two ringos <laughs> <laughs> um well the, to be honest the queen of the week could be pink in my eyes i went to her concert oh uh, no and she was amazing look i was like completely th- i mean don't get me wrong like i'm very aware of i'm not like putting pink on the same pedestal as say lady gaga or mm-hmm. Cher or ariana or you know or nikki or you know like she's her own brand of yeah. pop star and i definitely wouldn't be like oh i'm gonna put on a bit of pink this morning like ever but when it's yeah. on i'll sing it yeah and i really wanted to see her live because I hear she's incredible live. And I was blown away. She like, does all the circus tricks, right? Yes. And a lot of people like go like, oh God, you learn Ariel once and you do it all the time. And I'm like, yeah, but like you haven't learned Ariel. 
And it was amazing watching someone swing around a stadium like that. Like, it was genuinely amazing. Yeah. And also sing at the same time and just genuinely be so fun. I think she has the best vision of anyone I've ever seen. Wow. She, like through What her, do you mean? I'm about to back this up. So when she's like performing, she'd be like, you up there in the seats, I see you in the pink top. And it would be like, honestly, like a person a million miles away, like row Z seat six. I love that this is one of the tricks of the concert is that yes. she swings, she sings, she sees things. <laughs> yeah. She like picks point people, random people out of the stadium. Yeah. Being like, I think it's a tactic of like, oh, I've just picked like a random person. Yes. Um. So she's like, oh my God, is that little girl waking up yet? And it was like a, t- like a young girl who'd like fallen asleep on her dad's lap. She's like, I saw you when I was like swinging around the stadium. And I was like, how did she see that? That's There's crazy. literally thousands of people in here. And she just like saw one person. It blew my mind. I was like, Pink is always watching. That's wild. Just- I always think that when, the, you know, when like a stand up comedian plays... <laughs> Um, Spark plays like a yeah. I saw like, Seinfeld um in Spark. It was so buzzy. Yeah, and then being like, "Oi, you! What do you do for like? How do you?" Seinfeld make- didn't do that. Oh, yeah. He literally just talked for an hour. Like, just did his jokes and then like, like I didn't even wait for the laugh. Like, the laugh just kind of happened. Yeah, it was pretty incredible. I've heard it was a good show. Pink. Another funny thing that well, like one thing I've noticed that's been happening a lot in these concerts is like I think Ariana did it as well, and it it kind of makes sense, but it's like. One transition while they're getting changed into something else, probably into the more serious part of the show. Mm. There'll be like a slideshow of like in a post-Trump world, you know, like it's all like graphics and like, yes, where's your voice? Stand strong. Hashtag me too. Hashtag all lives matter. Like, it's like every possible, <laughs> just being like, this, but then just being like, this is where I position myself, and I position myself right in the middle of it all, and uh, well, right in the middle. I'm on the fence, <laughs> <laughs> but um. Then she was like, so it was like Pink's one and it was like her protesting, her being like, you know, hashtag me too. It was like just Pink, uh, it was like showing America and this divided world and how Pink brings everyone together. And then it was like the kind of queer section of that was just like, honestly, six videos of Adam Rippon. And I was like, it's it's so crazy that she was like, oh, Adam Rippon. You would think she would know heaps of queer people. I think so. I think she did, but she was just like... She should ask them some advice on how to dress herself. <laughs> she honestly has the worst fashion. The worst taste in the world. It's, but it's also... A, it's it's, it's like, uniquely her, too. It was crazy what she was wearing. And I was like, it's amazing that she's still getting away with this. And then I thought, hey, did she birth the kind of gothic punk chick fashion era? Yeah, a little bit. She's a little bit steampunk. What she wore at the Vanguard Awards when she wore the big trench coat and the kind of like... <laughs> it was like a trench coat tuxedo. Oh, my God. She oh. finished the show in an off-the-shoulder white top and then baggy, like, 90s jeans that had, like, a denim skirt attached to them. So, like, jean skirts. I can't. They were hideous. I it don't was, care how good your vision is. I can't excuse that. It was truly the most revolting outfit. And it was her like chilled, relaxed, like I'm just one of you outfits. And I was like, this could be honestly 2001. Yeah. This could be like the 80s or this could be in the future. And I, the, she's, it's not a chilled, relaxed. If my friend just turned up wearing something like that, I'd be like, what are you, what is your vibe? Her fashion is timeless in the worst possible sense. <laughs> like, um, but, oh my God, what was I saying? Oh, I keep thinking like during her show, like what is her Pinterest? Like what? She, I was like, because her aesthetic is so uniquely pink. Like yeah. lots of like lamp, like 
street lamps all kooky and like a bird cage you know like that's like gothic and you know like an old grandfather clock with like love hearts and it's all like oh my gosh sickly like pinky it's like evanescence but like sugary i just think about the, the artwork up in her house i bet you I bet you'd buy one of those, you know, those, like, robot men artworks from Christchurch. Yes. <laughs> I bet you'd have, yes. like, my 20 of those. those. Yeah. And it, it's still hiding. Um, <laughs> I hope my mum hasn't listened to this episode. She doesn't. But, yeah, I was like, it's so weird as well. But, like, if Pink birthed this sort of style, if she's, like, the origin of this aesthetic, yeah, like, who is her references? And does she have, like, really expensive versions of, like, kind of gothic woods or like like oh. paintings and stuff or is she like you know what her main reference is of it all i reckon it's the will smith movie wild wild west i reckon she watches that a couple of times <laughs> a year and she's like yeah i love this this is my jam look at these outfits but anyway i thought she was amazing and i loved that um she did say something in a concert which is like you know my way we wouldn't have gay marriage we would just have marriage and oh no there's something about that statement like i never enjoy no well it's like a raising it's like a, a, a raising the stick right raise how it's like when people are like i'm colorblind it's like you know you've got to acknowledge that like it just kind of rubs me up the wrong way like I, the sentiment is nice but it's um frustrating yeah i think what they're trying to say is like in the, it wouldn't be like what we'd have next would be like we wouldn't have gay marriage i was like in the perfect world, it, which it should never have been the conversation to begin yes. with. Yeah. But um, it was, and it has been for centuries. But if I'm going to have a wedding, it's going to be a gay wedding. And I'm going to be like, I'm going to be proud of how gay it is. Really? Baby. Uh, it's weird how you were comparing Pink to like Nicki Minaj and Ariana and stuff. But I'm surely she, I don't know for sure, but is she richer than all of them? I don't know. She's been around for a long time. I had this thought as well. I had this thought as well because I was listening to Selena Gomez on the radio. Yeah. And I was like, how does she feel in the world of like pop? Like with all those celebrities and how like, because like say comedians like in our industry, you can be like slightly competitive with one another or like compare yourself to others. Yeah. It's like Selena comparing herself to Pink. Yes. Probably not. And it's Pink like, (laughs) probably not. (laughs) And the way that like Selena might be like rolling her eyes at like Pink's aesthetic, but then Pink's like, "I've been around for thirty years, baby." You yeah, know, I know what I'm doing. I know I just what I'm doing. Six nights in a row. Yeah, but I'm like, I'm sure Selena's more like. But then these younger stars would be richer because their audience is younger. Yeah, and spend more money. But like Pink's just been around. But his, P- Pink can be like, "But I've lasted longer than you have," and I like, yeah. I don't know. And then you've got the insecurity of not knowing if you'll be around for. If you're going to last that long, these are Pink's the- got the satisfaction <laughs> of knowing she has. Yeah, and she's gonna keep going. She's peaking now. I know she's like another like you know big hit. Mm. What about us? Well, it was ages ago, but um, I, you know, I was like, it's it is interesting. Uh, on a music note, yes, music note, <laughs> triple cliff. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Troy Savard, whose album came out while yeah. we've been off this. Yeah, I. Again, love it. I think it's so good. Again, I'm like frustrated by people who are like, oh, no, don't like that. Oh, oh, oh. Choice of art. How obvious. I'm like, no, fuck you. Because to break through into that mainstream uh, pop yeah. scene and be unapologetically queer about it and to make music that's like specifically talking about a queer experience. Here's a song playing on the radio right now about bottoming for the first time. Yeah. It's, that's sick. It's heaven. And that, so when people are like cynical about that, I'm like, yeah. you're dead inside. Yes. I'm like, grow up. 
Yes. I do feel a little... I'm already feeling... You know how, like, I feel like every older gay generation looks at the one below them and is like, you don't know how good you've got. But, like, I find watching someone as young as Troy Sivan embrace who he is at such a young age, I'm like, oh, cool. Oh, my God, you saying that makes me feel old by proxy. Please don't say that. Oh, oh I'm sorry. I'm like, we're the same age. We'd hang out. <laughs> well, yeah, we're, we're, we're all in our 20s. Yeah. Uh, Just... Don't you, don't you dare! Okay. Uh, but uh, it is, yeah, I don't know. It is cool. I I agree though. I love his looks now. Yeah, he's just turned it up. His first time was like, oh, this is cool, this is nice, and now it's like, he's here. Mm. Get into it. He's queer. Get into Get it. Get into it. Um, what's your favorite song on the album? I like the the good side. Mm. That's really beautiful and lovely. They came out like quite early, eh? Yeah, he did pre-release that one, mm. but I didn't fully appreciate it until I heard the album. I don't know about the first one about him having an underage experience with an older man. That's crazy. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty full on to start. I thought I didn't really like um, dance to this when it first came out, oh. and then I feel like it makes way more sense in the album. Now. Yeah. I'm like, oh, when it comes, I'm like, oh yeah, perfect timing. I like that's cool. Until I like I like the video. <laughs> I'm like, this is just yeah. a gay boy and his friend is a girl and they're just dancing it's away. fag hag, Ariana. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate fag hag, Ariana Grande. <laughs> oh my God. I love um, Lucky Strike and I also love uh, Postcard. Yes. The opening line of that, I'm like, whoa. If you if I had sent a postcard from Tokyo to a, a boy that I was into and I wrote it in Japanese and they never responded to that postcard, Oof. I'd cut him. Really? Absolutely. Wow. Wow. The good thing is, um, no. you will never do that. Because <laughs> <laughs> you can't be fucked. You can't be fucked. You wouldn't want it. You would. It's another thing of like musicians being like so whimsy. They're either like jacking off with their mates or like writing postcards. I know. Like, what's your fucking lifestyle? It's pretty incredible that he was like a poppy, sugary YouTube star. Yeah, and then was able to scrub that off and become like high fashion pop stoop sensation and he's acting as well he's got like movies coming out now that look like legit good movies what about his net worth is oh how much do you reckon yeah let's search it I mean obviously these things are never hey Siri hey Siri Siri, Troy Sivan net worth I reckon that's literally the most insecure can't you buy or sell stocks oh my god Siri actually heard me can't you buy or sell stocks there's nothing more insecure than finding out Troy Sivan's net worth oh Two. Oh. That's wild, isn't it? Surely that more can't than be that. Real. He made pretty much two out of bloody Instagram. But like his first album was definitely not as big as Lords. No, yeah, that's true. Um it was kind of small really, but it was just like yeah. picked up big online because he's still got that like hangover YouTube audience. Yeah, that's true. And just like hungry guys. You gotta smash that teen market, eh? Mm. Like that's the key of becoming a global sensation. Isn't I think it, like Selena, right? She's like all true. those Disney fans. And we will never have that teen market because we are too old now. <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> Nah, we have I reckon there's probably a couple of teenagers listening, and I just want to say to them, um, Make the right decisions. Yeah. Because mistakes you make at your age will live with you for the rest of your life. What I want to say to um, our young teen audiences, don't give up on us. Stay with us. You need us in your life. Yeah. That's me just like gaslighting them so that they keep fanning over us. What I want to say to all of our teen audiences right now is like, um, my 30th birthday is coming (laughs) up and you're all invited. So come on. It's going to be a huge fun party. (laughs) Yeah. We're going to have YouTubers. um, Well, I'm going to start YouTubing before so that by proxy there will be a YouTuber there. Please start a YouTube channel. (laughs) You're doing like unbox, like what's in my bag. And it's just like, 
Stripsels, um, yeah, some wrappers, some gum that I've put in the wrapper of the gum and then left <laughs> here. Um, a couple of receipts that I have kept on in the weird idea that I might start keeping my receipts. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a, a half empty kombucha. That's that's, that's what my that's bag. That's it. Yeah. What would be in my bag? I don't really have, uh, on my backpack, there would be a pen, yeah, like a twenty cent coin. Oh, here's what I would have. Um, like the brochure from a mu- like an art gallery that I went to three months ago. <laughs> oh my god, how artisanal! Yeah, pretty cool. Hey, listen, thanks so much for listening. And sorry it's been a while, but we're gonna be back all the time. We've got a really good plan. Oh, eh? there's a good. We're, what we're doing is like a mini season within the male gaze. Yeah, it's called um, the Star Is Born. Our Star Is Born. Uh, no, oh, what would you call that? Like, um. Oh fuck the, the legacy w- the like um oh no it's I fucked it the multiverse the uh, <laughs> the <laughs> chronicles the star is yes, born yes, chronicles yes yes that's the word I was looking for the star is born chronicles we're gonna be watching every single uh version maybe not the first one but every uh, no we're gonna watch all of them really absolutely okay we're gonna watch all four star is born why movies. would we watch the first the last three and not watch the first one because it's not a musical and I, I don't know who the woman is that plays the main role <laughs> I mean those are two extremely valid reasons that already put me off the idea but so we're gonna watch the Barbara Streisand version the Judy Garland version the other one and then obviously the Lady Gaga one I was in Venice at the same time as Lady Gaga and I stood very close to Tilda Swinton oh my god I don't know life's good life's I mean not no longer I mean now you're in back in New Zealand here again wearing a t-shirt I definitely seen you wear this week yeah yesterday yeah. And I spilt chocolate on it yesterday and I had to put it on this morning because <laughs> guess what I stayed at my boyfriend's house last night <laughs> and if you want to know if we did it I'll never tell you did it uh yes and no uh oh, well after the podcast you can tell me what it was yeah um <laughs> mouth, some mouth stuff oh <laughs> that's fun okay <laughs> that's fun that is fun that's like yeah I've done that did kissing yeah, kissing. I oh, love it. Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna. Yeah, we want to watch all of the videos. We're gonna, the videos, the clips. <laughs> we're gonna watch all the Star Wars Born clips, and then um, we're gonna review them. Review them with our friend Alice Sneddon of Boners of the Heart Fame. Yeah, it's gonna so be huge. Sneddheads, tune in. Matter fans, tune in too. I reckon you probably yeah, you probably get into it. Yeah, Star Wars Born fans, tune in. Tune in. Male yeah. gaze fans, tune in. Uh, uh, WWE fans What are you doing here? <laughs> Get out of here Nah How'd you stay. find this podcast? Yeah But stay We'll convert you We'll turn you gay it's gonna, uh, we're A gonna, gay is born A gay We've got to figure out like What we're going to put in the podcast But like I want to have like a, a Like a themed snack For each video Yes uh, Why do I keep calling it a video? Oh, that's so weird I think you Can't comprehend the fact That you're going to sit down And watch a whole movie <laughs> <laughs> You're like We're just watching a How YouTube long is video it? right? Seven minutes? Yeah Seven oh, God And there'll be a, a, one of those Pop-up ads in the middle Oh the fuck For Sprite or some shit Um Hey Sprite If you want to sponsor us though Yeah so anyway Let us know like um, I don't know what Additional stuff you want us to put in this chronicle I imagine we'll all pick our favourite moment um, mm. Comparisons yes. First impressions Last impressions We're going to reinterpret like how What parts of our life we can relate to As we are all stars that have been born I love it um, It's going to be really fun So that's going to, that's coming up Also what's coming up Our, our TV series Web series It's still there uh, it's coming up in your feed if you cl- search for it. <laughs> yeah, if you like deep search, deep and dark, you know, into the web, you'll find it. That's available on TVNZ on demand or YouTube. And if you haven't watched it yet, where the bloody hell are you? Uh, yeah, I will watch it again if you've already watched it once. I love all the people that come up and like, I love the web series. 
And I'm like, bless you. I know. It's so much fun. One person was talking about our show while I was backstage in Edinburgh. And I was like, we're global, baby. Wow. Yeah, I was like behind the curtain. They were t- telling their friend about it. And I was like, yeah. Huge. Huge. They, making, were, they had a Scottish accent. We are making a, do they call it, the male gaze. The male gaze. The male gaze. The male gaze. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And stay tuned because we'll be around, baby. We're not going anywhere. Never, you'll never get rid of us. This episode's sponsored by Terps. Terps, get this, get those cum stains out. Really out. I'm sorry, Mom. It's not a phase.